Puget Sand. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome all. It's the summertime, it's hot, it's pouring rain, and we are here holding down the fort. Yes, it's It's the... like pea soup out. Exactly. It's Team Vintage Sand, and we are ready. Well, summertime is a time for movies, right? I just went to see um, yesterday. Did you guys see the Beatles film? Yeah. 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 But there was that one scene. I don't want to... No spoilers, but there's one scene where someone shows up at the end who you don't really expect to see. I was actually offended by that scene. Really? Yeah. Okay. We have, well, we'll have to talk <laughs> about that after everyone's seen the movie, but it was kind of interesting. Um, but I went, did go to see Lion King, which I would never normally go to see, but I saw it at a drive-in. It was a real summertime movie. Oh, at a drive-in? Oh, upstate? Yeah, yeah upstate. Uh, any drive-in stories that we can share? It is a PG-13. I saw Ben-Hur at a drive-in when I was a little kid. <laughs> My parents took me to see Godfather Part Two when I was at nine. A, at a drive-in? Drive yeah, traumatized me. They were I hoping I'd fall asleep in the back, <laughs> I guess. I remember seeing Frenzy and Women in Love at a well, drive-in. Oh, oh, oh. A double feature? Yep. In Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> Good times. Good times had by all. Who's the programmer? Jack the Rip. <laughs> well, these are the same people who took you to see the birds when you were a little kid and took no, you to see second. No, no, I, I was with friends okay. for this one. I don't think they were really your friends, Michael. <laughs> well, they're, they're both. Friends well, don't do that to friends. They're, they're both. Well, I'd seen them both already, so it didn't matter. So there you go. But summertime is movie time, whether it's to see something good, probably not, or to escape the heat, or have fun <laughs> at a drive-in, probably. But we are here with episode 13. Yes, episode 13 of Vintage Sand, the film history podcast. And um, our uh, frequent listeners, and we actually do have some. I'm getting more and more people. We're getting a lot of hits on both SoundCloud and on iTunes. So uh, keep it up, guys. Good job. Um, you may remember that uh, for our eighth episode, uh, we uh, <laughs> kind of riffed on a book by one of my favorite uh, film critics of the 80s and 90s, Danny Peary, who uh, wrote a book in 91 called Alternate Oscars, where he uh, went through every year the Oscars were given from 28 to 91, and uh, for the five major categories, and suggested what he would have picked uh, as the best. Uh, we, if, for episode 8, we did that with the 1980s, and for this episode, um, we, uh, and by the way, we decided, in our infinite wisdom, which is infinite gentlemen put together, yes. It is. Yeah. yeah. That, um, that the only year the Academy got it right uh, in the 80s was possibly 86 with Platoon. Although, had they had any guts, they would have given it to Blue Velvet or maybe even Hannah and her sisters. Um, but uh, we are now going to turn our lens, our Oscar lens, on the double O's. The, what do we call the double O's? Nots? The aughts? The noughts? Uh, the noughties? I think noughties. The noughties. The noughties. I remember wish. back in the noughties. Yes, exactly. Um, and I think this was the decade where they gave the award to films like Crash. So I think we're going to have... <laughs> Yeah, um, over Brokeback Mountain, but that's coming up. Um, I personally would have given it to the David Cronenberg crash, where people are sexually turned on by having sex in car wrecks. That is one but strange movie. I freaking love that movie. That is so a good movie. Strange. It is. It, it is, is strange. I don't, it's a little. It veers off into pretension sometimes. I don't. I don't know it's... how did how did he get that made. I, I don't know. Who said yeah? Let me write a check. <laughs> People having sex in car wrecks. Okay, I, that's I, I, I think he snuck into the office and got a blank check and wrote it out. Or, or maybe it's sponsored by AAA or something. Oh, we didn't yeah, even yeah. know that. <laughs> the same, the, the same, hidden history of Hollywood. The same producers who produced Stephen Sondheim's Assassins. 
Yeah, um, I would say the Crash. With, <laughs> I, I've seen all the Best Picture winners. I would say that maybe with the exception of Cavalcade from '33, the uh, Noel Coward film. That um, I hear it's we, bad. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. It's unwatchable. A Broadway Melody of 1929 is unwatchable too. But I would say Crash may be the worst film to ever win. Although I, oh, may, no, I may put Green Book up there. For too. me, Green Book, and for me, no, Green Book is better. Green Book is a better movie. Better than Crash? Cr- yes. I agree. Yes, yes. Yeah. Green yes. Book is a better movie. Because at least there are decent actors I in think it. Crash yeah. is better than... Yeah, the, the uh, actors make it somewhat entertaining, but the but Crash think, is... Because uh, Crash, there are bad performances in it. But Crash is better than uh, the circus movie. Oh, the greatest oh, show on earth. Show yeah, to me that alone was singing in the, the rain. It's singing in the rain comes out. When we would do one of the nominated, right? Or we, we definitely now. our next one's definitely going to be the fifties oh, because yeah. we're talking about Gigi winning when Vertigo and Touch of Evil weren't even nominated. You mean so. you don't like Cornell Wilde and Cor- Greatest Show on Earth with his <laughs> arm? <laughs> I hate that. I movie. wish you could see his look, everybody. I wish you could see the look. And in Minneapolis, they would show it every other month, practically, on the I, local I, station. Yeah, I've oh. seen Except it for the train crash, it's boring. <laughs> God. All right, but so we get to have some... train crash in the we, movie. That's the, that's the we best get to part have of some, the movie, and that's it. And we get to have some fun at the Academy's expense. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just want to add quickly that I saw the uh, 4K restoration of Do the Right Thing at, at BAM oh. uh, on a big screen with beautiful... And, and I'm, I'm totally right about that. It is the greatest American film of the last 30 years. I'll keep saying it until people listen to me. I have to, to watch me. it again to be able and, to... Me too. And... Able to, Agree or disagree, and as we've said before, the fact that it's still relevant now is is on the edge on the edge of tragedy. You would think it would just be like you know an interesting uh, historical um, you know time capsule. I hate to say this, but it might be more relevant now. Yeah. So and yet, as we've said, so creates that world of that one block so deeply, and is you know like all great works of art, universal and specific at the same time. But there we go. So let's dive right in. In the end, we can rip apart CNN's movie series. Have you guys been watching that? I've watched the first two hours. I only watched the first, and I just did. You guys know the movie started in the thirties. Apparently there was no sense. What's that film when no one talks? Um, oh, wait so a minute, bland. I'll think of it. Yeah, that's what I, I was. I can't believe say. Tom Hanks. It had it had a producer. few moments uh, in the beginning, and then and then it just kind of veered off and just okay. rattling uh, off the movies, and it, and it and it right. emphasized whatever did well at the box office. Yeah. And that's exactly right. But although it did, Deborah Granick, my girl, did get a mention for Winter's Bone, but only of course because it brought Jennifer Lawrence to everybody's That's attention. the only, so that's the only the reason. Only, exactly. So, yeah. But at least she got a mention, so I'm thrilled. Alright, so let's dive right in and see if we can entertain our crowd. Are you not entertained? Because it's 2000 and the winner is Gladiator. Oh my Gentlemen, God. have at it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I remember putting this off seen this movie because I kept hearing it was just one of those stupid sandals movies and then it got all those nominations and it won the Golden Globe whatever that means and I saw it one week before the Oscars and I was just I was appealed how bad it was. I, I, think it's, I, I thought think it was kind of entertaining I didn't even think it was technically I kinda, well I thought done. it kind of kind of bland yeah and Except I, there was some and the thing is I I would go so far as to say is all the other nominees are better movies Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and I, I but I, I, the thing that surprised me about it was Russell Crowe. I was surprised at how compelling he was. Although okay. I, I, well, I had loved him in uh, The Insider, which is a film that everybody has forgotten about oh, the cigarette no, I industry. Uh, I, I yeah, think that's a good movie. But, and he was great in it. 
But also, there were better movies that weren't even nominated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but there so, was, it was also some slop, sloppy editing, because you do know the whole bit story that one of the actors died in. That's right, yes. Oliver and so Reed. That, right. At, and right, they, he, the owner, and he, yeah. had been, um, he had scenes left to do, so his disappearance, of course, made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it well, was the, just, the movie I would have voted for was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Okay. Um, yeah, the other nominees yeah. were Chocolat, yeah. uh, Aaron Brockovich, and, and Traffic. Traffic. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Chocolat since it came out. The others have held up pretty nicely. Uh, yeah, yes. Chocolat I thought was okay. It made me hungry. I, I mean, oh, it's, it's it's very entertaining. Yeah, it's fine. <coughs> I mean, it had for, something to say, and it's very and it's well acted. And I have to say, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, frankly, is not my kind of movie, but I thought it was beautiful. Beautiful, just beautiful, act. and yeah. well acted too. Yes. I mean, it's it's yeah. what ha- it's it's the equivalent of Stagecoach. Yeah, it's what happens when you take a a downtrodden genre that's usually yeah. grade B budget and give it to a grade A director with grade A actors yeah. and in and a grade A budget. And I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, but I would I would go with almost famous. Um, really? That, well, I think it's better than Gladiator. Oh my yes. God! Yes. I think Wonder Boys is better than Wonder Gladiator. Boys. I have. I think Absolutely. High Fidelity is better than Gladiator. And I have a, a Japanese movie that I happen to have loved very much called Yi Yi. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. I love Yi Yi. That was Yee-Yee. beautiful. I love Yi yeah. Yi. One other thing I have to say about two thousand. That is like the first time in my memory. I think it was happened once in the thirties. Where a director got an Oscar nominations for two movies. Uh, Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Right, yeah, for Aaron Brockovich and, and Traffic, and he managed to win for Traffic. And deserved it, I, I And deservedly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, to me, I don't see how you can win Best Screenplay, Best Direction, and an Acting Performance and not get the Best Picture, but Gladiator. I mean, I, w- I would also throw, I think maybe the, the, the best film made that year was Requiem for a Dream. But it's so unwatchable, yeah, and so painful in the best possible way. I mean, the last twenty yeah, minutes of that it's film excruciating to watch. are brutal. But I happen to agree with John. I really liked Wonder Boys. Yeah, I Very, thought Wonder Boys. I think Boys, it's a yeah. terribly underrated movie. Coach Hansen directed that, Curtis right? Hansen. Yeah. And uh, I think the acting in it is, is wonderful oh, yeah. by people who aren't that... Yeah, everyone, everyone's Plus excellent. it won Bob Dylan his, Bob Dylan uh, his Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, yeah right. things have changed. <laughs> so, so, John, you're going with uh, Crouching Tiger? Yeah. Michael, you're going I, with I Crouching, Crouching Tiger? Tiger. No, uh, I, I would have voted for Traffic. For Traffic, uh, yeah. But that's just probably because Traffic is more my kind of movie than... I mean, American Psycho was that year, and American Psycho has held up very, very well, I think, and I hated that book. Oh, the book is... With an epic passion, almost as much as I love the movie. The book is unreadable. I thought the movie was good, but oddly enough, what I really liked, believe it or not, was the musical. I didn't see it. It It was was good. good. It It had a fairly short run. But it was compelling. All I right. really and theater I, fans look for the revival. I don't it's think it'll ever be revived. It only ran about maybe seven, eight weeks. But I really well, liked so it. Well, so did Chicago when it first came no, out. No, Chicago ran two years. It did yes. with the the Cheetah Rivera. Yeah, it ran two years. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, but it didn't run twenty years no, like this one no, has. No, no, so. well, this one's cheaper to do too. Yeah, true. <laughs> Um, and I even I would even throw in well in um, in the mood for love was that year they were never going to give it to that film no, but no. right yeah. after Yee Yee if yeah. guys if you haven't seen Wong Kar Wai star start with in the mood for love it is one of the most romantic 
capital R, yeah. be- beautiful movies I've ever seen. I even, even though it's more of Von Trier torturing the women, the only Von Trier film I can stand was Dancer in the Dark, the one with Bjork, which came out that year. So I would, uh, I would give, give I him that some I attention. I Dogville. Dogville was really interesting. Yeah. Then but, when he did two more that's, films. That's after, that I gave up. Yeah, at his last one. Yeah, torturing the women. So, yeah, right. to sum up, in two thousand, we were not entertained. Russell Crowe by Gladiator. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> um, so we're going. I'm going with Almost Famous. Uh, Michael's going with Traffic, and John's going with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, by the way, do we consider Memento two thousand? It was released. It was at the Venice Festival in. I have it down as two thousand one. Okay, so we'll get to that. that Lovely segue into two thousand one. Where the winner was a beautiful mind. Oh boy! Which, again, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It's, he was good. I love Jennifer Connelly. It was a t- to me. It was a TV movie. Yeah, I can't well, argue. I can't argue with that. It's a safe by the numbers. And even Jennifer Connelly, I definitely would have given uh, the Oscar to Helen Mirren or Maggie Smith over Jennifer Connelly. I'm just glad she won. I kind of love her. Mm, um, she's fine. She's pretty. <laughs> I just but don't but, go there. But I, I couldn't I couldn't even name you another Jennifer Connelly movie since. Well, I mean, she she was literally brutalized in Requiem for a Dream. I mean, yeah, but uh, I mean, since this one, uh she was she you know she works with Aronofsky a lot. She so she was Noah's wife in Noah. Um, oh yeah, that was a memorable one. I kind of like was that. In, <laughs> I'm, I'm the Aronofsky love fan yes, here. You so. are. She yes, was in Little Children. Was she in that? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember her name. Plays his wife. Oh. So, uh, Michael... Who figures it out at the dinner table. Oh, that's right. I like little children a lot. So what do you, what do you give it to? Well, uh, and I'm we're not, remember, we're not limiting ourselves to only the other nominated Of films. the nominees and the other ones were Gosford Park, In the Bedroom, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings, oh, and Moulin Rouge. In, in the Bedroom's a really good film. That was, and he seems to have stopped directing Top, Top Field. Field. Yeah. yeah, which is too yeah, bad. He hasn't, he hasn't done anything in a while. Yeah. Though. But out of those five, definitely Gosford Park. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was five. Altman, his last peak. He's had more peaks and valleys, that director. And uh, when I first saw the the uh, poster, I thought, oh my God, this is going to be bad. All those English actors and Altman. And Altman, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't sound But rough. it was just the opposite. It was. What? What? Do you, where do you guys come down on the Moulin Rouge thing? I don't I, like it. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> but that's the reason I... But that's the, like Fred Ward and the player. <laughs> These new movies, MTV. Yeah, cut, but that, cut, that cut, one cut, gave cut, me cut, a headache cut. with the cutting. Yeah. I liked everything about it except the editing. Not a good movie for epileptics. No. But, um, it, no I, it, like, I like the story, I, uh, the, the premise, yeah, but I just... And you have to admit, Nicole it's, Kidman's entrance on the swing is one of the a, best yeah, movie entrances ever. MTV video. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how the musical... The new musical it's going to be. Um, and at least they can't cut, cut, cut. And yet, and yet, it sort of kicked off the musical revival. That was the film that kind of. led to Chicago. Which and was also... Other, well, that's coming good. up next. But, um, I mean, I think it's a toss-up for me in 01 between Mulholland Drive, which, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm so alone in that. I still think Blue Velvet's a better film than Mulholland Drive. Well, I like, I prefer Mulholland Drive. But most people I, but, do. But, it, but also, well, I know, a lot I know of people, most people hate A lot of people Drive. hate Mulholland Drive. Hate Mulholland Drive. Oh, I mean, if... if I mean, I if, but if you like Lynch. I mean, if you don't I like think, Lynch, I like Lynch. Sometimes I don't Mulholland like Mulholland Drive is one of my... 
favorite movies of all time, and that's, but it's not one of the nominees, but I think that's the best movie that year. I and think it's get, one of the best movies of the decade. And he did get yes. nominated for direction. I'm, but, I, but the Academy would never no, do a no. movie like that. No, no. But ever, I'm, I'm going to give mine by a whisker over Mulholland Drive, um, and all apologies to the monster in the dumpster at Winkies, uh, to uh, Memento. Because Memento, for all <laughs> its several plot holes, and there are, um, has become such a cultural touchstone, mm-hmm. um, and it's That's a true. film that has a very small film that has really, you know, gotten very big. It made a lot more money than it cost, and it's kind of stayed in people's memory. Oh yeah, and you get films like Fifty First Dates with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, uh, or uh, Finding Nemo with Dory, uh, Ellen DeGeneres' character, where this whole thing about amnesia, anterograde amnesia. Um, becomes a real thing. And by the way, I read a piece saying that scientists said that Memento's portrayal of Leonard's condition mm-hmm. is incredibly accurate, scientifically mm-hmm. so. I just freaking love that film because that's a film, and I've said this in these pages I before. Watch I've, it, it's a I film, like Memento, too. It's a film that after you've seen it the first time, it shouldn't be interesting anymore once you know the trick and the gimmick. And yet, I showed it in my film classes every year, and every year I saw more things mm-hmm. and I think it's my second favorite Christopher Nolan film after behind uh, uh, Dunkirk yep. yeah and I think that the way it's structured rather than being a gimmick because every five minutes you reset and you have to figure out wait who's that guy what's going on here and then you realize oh my god that's exactly what the character is going through he figured out a way you know like Hitchcock does with the vertigo shot and you know the, yeah. the, the dolly zoom yeah. in, in vertigo he figures out a way to get you inside the character's head and yes I know there are some plot holes but I would have given the award to Memento mm. that year. I don't feel drunk. <laughs> exactly. Never answer the phone. I have that tattooed on my elbow, too. <laughs> I'd like to, uh, for 2001, I'd like to put in uh, my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. Absolutely. You want to That's talk my about... favorite. It's a yeah, wonderful no, it's film. A, a film with cultural reach, my goodness. Yeah, Gene Hackman is so memorable in that film. Not a better and, movie than A Beautiful Mind. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> frankly... Like uh, Gladiator, I think Beautiful Mind would be would have been my fifth choice out of five. It's, yeah, I don't. I can't. I, can't. I, I found it a very bland movie, and you very rarely see it. It doesn't have no. it doesn't have legs, as they doesn't, say. You don't never see shows it, up right? anywhere. John, what about you for a one? Oh, I I I said Mulholland Drive. Definitely for Mulholland yeah. Drive. Okay, yeah. 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 Mulholland Drive. Other movies that were nominated: Gosford Park, but. Mahone. Now, when we're not sticking to... Now, to the, the thing is, though, I remember when that came out, and I met so many people who had seen the movie, and they kept criticizing it for the fact, well, it's like the narrative doesn't make any sense. Like, that's not what this movie is. They just didn't understand it. Or they just couldn't get past the fact that it was not your traditional straight narrative. I remember seeing it two days after I saw it the first time. That's how much... Wow, I was. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember you said you went to back to this. Yeah, two days after it was, and I'd never do that. Mm. I just had to see it again. So yeah, not definitely not a beautiful mind. No. All right, moving to two thousand two, that would be Chicago. Oh, I hey. love musicals with people who can't sing or dance. Hooray! Yeah. All right, I'll go first on this one. Oh. I'm gonna give this time. I'm actually gonna give it to. Um, to a film that was nominated and I cannot understand because it won for Best Director, etc. I mean, how does The Pianist not win? Uh, uh, the Pianist... That and was I, such an odd year. 
Because nobody expected Polanski to win. Right. And then it wins also screenplay and Adrian Brody, and nobody expected him to win. I mean, there are some shots Including in him. that. I mean, when I, when, when, when I teach camera work um, to my film students, I should remember that towards the end when they sh- the, the, the Nazis blow up the hospital and he runs through the back wall and you've been in these little confined spaces with him for the whole movie and the camera just goes up, 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 up for about a minute like it doesn't gone with the wind when you see the train station and all the wounded soldiers and you you get a sense of the uh, the level, the scope of the devastation that you never have before. I mean, that's right. well, that's just Polanski. Yeah. And it still has a Polanski ending, even though he survives. We see the bad guys always win in Polanski, right? right. We see the German soldier who let him go because he was such a fan of his music. Right. We see him starving to death in a Russian prison camp. Yeah. So there's your Polanski. Yeah. How'd he do? But I mean, yeah. the only other film that came close to me that year was 25th Hour, which is one of my favorite Spike Lee oh, films. Oh, I had several... Uh, films that year. First of all, if I'd been voting, I would have voted for The Hours. I liked The Hours. I thought it was a great book. Great and adaptation. I think they yep. made a really, really close. It's one of the few. Uh, I like The Hours a lot too. I I think I would have voted for The Pianist. It, to, it would have been close. Um, I I guess I'm not a fan of any of the Lord of the Rings movies, although I think they're technically well made, and. I did not like Gangs of New York very much. You didn't like Bill the Butcher? No. <laughs> I, I I really hated that movie. It was you disappointing. Oh, oh okay. my god. It's one I of only those saw it it's once. one of those movies I kind of admired for I just like it didn't just didn't quite work or you know, it's like I'm watching it and it's like Oh, I wish this was a little better, you know. It just doesn't quite. Well, in the end was terrible, and Cameron Diaz. What was she uh, doing? Well, in that, that, yeah, I don't know what she was doing. Uh, in sleeping with somebody. Whoa! I shouldn't say that. Our but. lawyers disclaim any statements made on this. These do not reflect the ownership of the station or our opinions or otherwise. We love you, Cameron Diaz. And you've never slept with anyone. I didn't mean it, Cameron. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to end before we even start here. They'll shut us down. But I still don't know how you got hired. <laughs> still. I mean, and then the drought was terrible. John, what about you for O2? I... I the, the pianist, I pianist, think. That's yeah. what I would have But I have uh, three other films that from that year that were nominated. Far From Heaven. Uh, far From Heaven. Yes. 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 Todd Haynes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Wonderful I love, film. I love Far From Heaven. That uh, should have uh, definitely been one of the nominees. What a great movie. Wow. Yeah. And then two foreign films, uh, Talk to Her. The Amadova. Yeah, which wound up oh, yeah. winning the Best Screenplay yeah. Yeah. Award, which is rare for a foreign language film to win screenplay. That's a beaut- That's a really yeah. interesting movie. Yeah, and uh, this is when he's beginning. Well, Almodovar is beginning to get darker. Yes. Um, right. It's definitely not Woman on the Verge or no. those films. Right. But I thought that was very, very good, complex film. And then uh, my first. I think this is my first Quran movie. Ya to Mama Tabian. Yeah. Who's was was that in Yaudi too or? Um... That was O two. No, no, no. Who's the uh, who's the director? Alfonso Cuarón. Oh, it's Cuarón. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like that movie a lot. That was the first Mexican New Wave film that kind of made it over here, right? I. F- was it Amores Pedro? Yeah, that yeah. one was, which, which was I didn't like too. as much. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a great one. I'm going to throw in. Uh, it's not quite Crouching Tiger. Right. T- Crouch one t- more. Oh yeah, go adaptation. I have that too. Absolutely. Yeah. No one I was going to ever. going to say, how did it not get nominated? Oh my God. No. Uh, just the acting for some reason. And Chris Cooper wound up with the Oscar. He's a supporting so, actor. He's so good. He's yeah. so good. 
He is the orchid thief. He's good in everything. He usually is, yeah. But I would also throw in, um, talk about a beautiful martial arts movie, Hero. Zhang Yimou's Hero. That's one with Jet Li, the one where the fight scene, there's eight fight scenes in the movie, and they're all done in a different color scheme. I don't think I saw that movie. One's one's yellow-red, one is blue, one is white, one Mm -hmm. is green, one is black. It's so beautiful to look at. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, it's... Um, and they, he made a sequel too, House of Flying Daggers, a couple of I years didn't see later. That one but I've seen that one. Almost yeah. on the level of Crouching Tiger, but not quite. So um, I think Crouching Tiger hidden drives on a whole other level. Yeah. I, so for O2, I'm on the pianist. John's on the pianist, and Michael, you too. You uh, with us on that level? No, no. I uh, the hours. The hours. The hours fair are, enough. But out of what it's nominated, uh, what's not nominated, Far From Heaven. Yeah, I thought I, I love that I movie. Just, That's. Well, uh, we've been trying. I've been trying. We've all been trying to champion Todd Haynes's career here. So um, I, I think he's one of our best directors that not enough people see. All right, two thousand and three, and your winner is Lord of the Rings: colon, The Return of the King. God save us all. The only thing I remember about that movie is it had about four or five endings. I was just gonna say that. I just kept ending over and over. And I kept over getting that. up. Oh no, there's another. It hasn't over. I like the only thing I like about the ending of it, which they took from Tolkien, of course, is that in the end, after all of that, and they make it back to the Shire, Sam can Sam settles in and has a family, and t- but for, after all he's seen, after all the darkness he's seen, Frodo can't, and he has to leave, and all he's wanted to do for three movies is to get back to the Shire, but he can't, which is often the case with good hero stories. But other than that, I didn't know what I was watching. I mean, I wasn't. I liked only one of the nominated movies. To be blunt. Uh, oh, I was, know where you guys are going with this. Uh, and that was Lost in Translation. Right. Is uh, That was my guess for you guys. I didn't care. If, I mean, it was okay, Master and Commander, the far side of the world. <sighs> Mystic River, I thought, was one of the most overrated Eastwood movies. I would agree. Sea Biscuit. Eh. <laughs> I, I, I must admit, I like Sea Biscuit. It was a lot. entertaining, I but it was uh, okay. But, you know. It seemed like it was made about forty years ago. But yeah, it's very, it's very, it's it's old fashioned, but it's it's very moving. But for this broadcast, I had to do, I had to search for a good movie. From and, yeah, from O three. For O three, and I believe it or not. My favorite movie of 2003 is School of Rock. I was going to yes! say the same thing. Yeah, that was second for me. That <laughs> was second. Say the same thing. I mean, again. Oh, good. I thought you guys were going to make fun of me. Oh, my God. No. No, no can, I love you, School of Rock. Can you go, as you're flipping channels, can you go by and hit on School of Rock and, and then not I, watch yeah, the whole not thing? watch it. It's not possible. Oh, good. I thought it was just me. Oh, my God. No. It's an, No, and, I would say of that year and of the movies nominated, that happens to be the one I want to watch over and over again. And, en- and enjoy it every yeah. time. Because even Lost in Translation, which I liked, love. I just didn't love it or anything like that. Uh, I, I have no desire to. I, I bought, even bought it at the time, and I've never watched yeah, it and again. I feel like I've seen it. It's, I, it's I'm going to throw a curve in here, but I'm, I would be fine with School of Rock. I, I'm going to go with Big Fish, which I think I is never the last, the last great Tim Burton film. Mm, and well, it, I'm not a fan I, of Tim Burton, so I there I will disagree with you because I do have one great Tim Burton. Oh, Edward Scissorhands which is my number which one. Which will be coming up. No, no, no. And oh, I, know right. we, I know we disagree on it, too. Okay, so. but I, I, I think <laughs> I that Big Fish is <laughs> so visually arresting, so such a moving story. Um, Albert Finney, uh, Billy Crudup, ev- everybody yeah, is great. I don't I, know how I missed that because I love Albert Finney. And he's 
wonderful. Yeah. And he's just great as the sort of dying patriarch. Sense. And it's just a wonderful sort of meditation on the that very fine line between what's what's real and what's fantasy. And uh, leaves you leaves you guessing all the way up until the end. And I think it's just just really kind of sums up Burton's aesthetic. I mean, it really, almost as much as Edward Scissorhands does. I'm not saying it's as good a film, but I would give, I would have given it Best Picture by a whisker over School of Rock, but I'd be totally happy if School oh, of Rock wow. would have won. I, I was ready to defend those, myself. <laughs> said those posers from No Vacancy won the Battle of the Bands. That sucks. <laughs> no Vacancy, boo. Did you see the musical? <laughs> no, no. I didn't either. I didn't want to. I'm not a fan of Lord Lloyd Webber. Either am I. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> Uh, all right. So, any anything else from both? I wrote pieces of April, which I sort of enjoyed, um, and I would throw in. But it's such a wild card. It was such a, it's such a bizarre and brutally violent film. But Old Boy, uh, the original, not the horrible Spike Lee remake, oh, but the original career. I that was too violent. <laughs> it was rough. But then again, when do you get to see a human being swallow a whole octopus live? Yeah, I mean, that's that worth your was... price of admission. <laughs> but I mean, the first half hour of that film is sounds like a carnival. Is act. most was... of is it would take up most of everyone else's film. Fifteen years kidnapped in the hotel room eating the dumplings, and yeah, then he's um, as he's about to escape, he's released, and the rest of the movie is trying to figure out who did this to him, and it gets more and more awful as it goes. Okay, awful. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll also throw in because I did think it was funny. A, a bad Santa. Yeah, Bad Santa still has legs too. Yeah. I mean, not for an Oscar, but but uh, two thousand and three, not a good year. For year. Films. So uh, John, uh, John and Michael come down on School of Rock, and I would happily agree. I just give, maybe give it to Big Fish by a very, very slight margin. Two thousand four. What did we do with Million Dollar Baby? I like I like Million Dollar Baby. I like the Baby. film. I, I liked yeah. it. I didn't see until think it became it was... a different movie at the end. Yeah, it got very uh, sentimental. It got very whose life is it anyway? I mean, mm, like what? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's I mean the and ending's devastating, so, but it's But it's so arbitrary. I mean the woman pushes her over and she hits her head on the stool and yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. It's like, oh god, that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, really you going that way. But All I have right. to say, of the nominees, I wasn't that wild about any of them. Oh, we're Sideways we're... I liked a lot. The Aviator Sideways I liked the first time I watched that's it. Sort of and how then, I feel. And then I, but I'm, when I see it popping up on T V I kinda get annoyed at it. Man. I'll watch it just for Sandra O. Oh. Because it's oh, the first great. time I ever remember seeing her, and she was wonderful, just completely unpredictable. She was, yeah, she was wonderful. Really so was Virginia Madsen. Yes, absolutely. But um, Ray, I thought, was just okay. Finding Neverland, I thought, was kind of a bore. Oh, God. And The Aviator, it it's, was interesting. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. I like Alec Baldwin in that, I surprisingly, as yeah. uh, the head of Pan Am. And Kate uh, Blanchett did a good Catherine Hepburn. I got know, her Oscar. She deserved an Oscar for it. Uh, my favorite film of that year, in I fact, know. I think one of the, my favorite of films the of the decade. We're all going there. Eternal Sunshine oh my of the God. Spotless Absolutely. Mind. Yep. Right, John? Mm-hmm. You too? Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. Oh, my God. I mean, what's what's wrong with that? And There's nothing wrong with that Before movie. Sunset came out that year. Yes, too. I have Before Sunset. Yes. I've got two others. I have Bad Education, another Almodovar um, movie that I'm very fond of, and Mike Lee's Vera Drake. 
right about which, the woman who abortionist, was the abortionist, yeah. Which should and it should have won Imelda Stanton the Oscar, frankly, over yeah, um, that's, that is Million a really Dollar good Baby. Movie. I, I, it's it's a very powerful film. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm with you, Mike. Eternal Sunshine is in my top three of the decade. I yeah. mean, it's the one moment when that Charlie Kaufman, mm-hmm. Spike Jones, Michelle Gondry. <laughs> thing kind of really came together. And I don't think I've seen and a Michelle Country movie I've liked much since. Yeah. No, honestly, mm. no. I kind of like I kept trying. Behind Rewind and yeah. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. But nothing. But, uh, and, and I, the only, aside from Truman Show, it's, it's which I think he's amazing in, and I don't love Jim Carrey at all, but he's so good in this. He's very good. Oh, he's, he's excellent. He's excellent. Yeah. He's, he's good. Surprising. He's good when he doesn't do comedy. <laughs> Um, and no, but Eric Kirsten Dunst is great. Tom Everybody. Wilkinson is great. Um, Tom you know, Wilkinson is, is great always reading the phone book. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him give a bad performance. No, he even in uh, even in uh, Dark Knight where he, oh, I mean uh, in Batman Begins where he plays the Italian gangster. I'm like, really, Tom Wilkinson? Yeah. Kind of works, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I've never seen him where I thought, oh, you're not good in this. It is. I think it's behind Pan, behind Pan's Labyrinth and Memento. It's probably my favorite film of the decade, and that and it's really a toss up among those three. So it wasn't even nominated, was it? No, it won no. the Oscar for screenplay, and Kate uh, Blanchett, Kate uh, Winslet, was nominated was for best nominated. actress. Yeah, I, I mean, so so far off. Yeah. Does anyone watch? I mean, Million Dollar Baby is fine, and I think Hilary Swank deserved her. Not over. Did you see? Vera Drake? Yes, but only once. Only oh, when see, came I out. think Imelda Stanton did just amazing, amazing work in that. Uh, yeah, but I, I just thought, wow. Uh, I mean, how you would look back and like that's a what were they? Speaking of what they were thinking, this brings us to two thousand five. Oh my god! And Crash, <sighs> which, as we stated at the beginning, is up there um, with greatest show on earth. Cavalcade and a couple of others. I throw Gigi in there. Sorry, fans. I like um, <laughs> as as possibly the worst best picture. And winner. it's it's a movie too. When I watched it, I kept you know, it's decent subject matter. This it could be could have been so good, but the rating is so it's terrible. so bad. <laughs> so Characters terrible. change on a dime. People who are racist all film all yeah. of a sudden help people of a different race. People yeah. who are not racist all film yeah. all of a sudden. You know, turn on people of the other race. It just didn't make any sense. Well, yeah, I think the reason Crash won, I mean, it won for two reasons. Uh, one is the other nominees were good Brokeback Mountain, Capote, Good Night and Good Luck, and Munich. Oh, hey, you put Crash in there and it's like a, a test. Which one doesn't belong? Yeah, I, I, wow. <laughs> and also, well, I hated Munich, but that's a whole other show. You hated Munich? I hated Munich. We really? have to do a Spielberg show because oh, wow. yeah, I got to talk. I hate. No, I hated the ending of Munich. Oh. I thought it was awful. But um, and then there was this, you know, contingent <laughs> of Academy members, two of them whom I saw interviewed, who just because of the subject matter refused to see it, and the two that I saw interviewed, um, I, it was Tony Curtis and Ernest Borgnine. Oh, good Lord. Curtis, Lord, should, yeah. Curtis should have known better, frankly. I was yeah. like, really? Borgnine, I was like, he kept going on about what would the Duke say. It's like, yes, sir. Yeah. Rats has what the Duke would say. Well, not only that, but this <laughs> whole Lord. idea that the Western is some sort of sacred, yeah. you know, a totemers that we're not supposed to mess with or whatever, when in actuality, most Westerns were distorting history. Exactly. No, absolutely, and and I, it was. A and story. why would you even call it a western? Yeah. Right, it was just this very intimate, personal story about two people and and their and their and the people around them and how this 
relationship surprises them. And I, I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was. I mean, I'm not I'm not choosing that one as my film because I'm actually choosing Good Night and Good Luck. Okay. Um, because I thought that was I, a very good movie. I come I back to that all the time. George Clooney again, another you know beautiful person it's who's beautiful. very smart. So beautiful. Yeah. Looking. And, and, and I love the photography. I love David Strait there, and I he was I, great. I thought it, it had a, a beautiful message that was about ten years ahead of its time in terms of what's happened to the media. Everything that Strathairn says is Murrow in that film is has just exploded, right? Yeah. In the last yes. ten years, I yes. love the black and white. I love the recreation. I love the fact that they were smart enough not to get someone to play Joe McCarthy. That they actually yep. showed yep. the actual tapes yep. of McCarthy. I, I thought it was just just a perfect little movie. Although I would have been happy with Brokeback too. Yeah, so. Brokeback was the favorite because it won the Producers Guild, the Writers Guild, the Directors Guild, and it was amazing. I did have one problem with Brokeback Mountain. That was the whole bit with the shirt. With the I shirt? The, yes, I thought the whole oh, thing wait, with the he's shirt up was. The shirt at I the thought end the whole thing with the shirt was so obvious and so heavy-handed that was it, didn't it was like me it was all. like high school symbolism. I thought that was so poorly done. Yeah, and, and kind of really it's only directed, didn't he? I mean, yeah. 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 So kind of, yeah. He won. He director. Right. Yeah. Doesn't as soon as the shirt dips, he's like, okay, how long are we going to have to wait before somebody finds it? And then he finds it, and it's in the closet. <laughs> Get it? In the closet! Should have had subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well. I'm gonna go a complete other direction. Go. My favorite movie of the year was Wallace and Gromit: Curse of the yes! Were Rabbit. Yes, Wensleydale. I think I Woo-hoo! thought it is it is genius. Yeah. Totally genius. I, 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 I actually was always, gonna write that down. I've always loved Ardman as and, one of my favorite films yeah. of that year too. We yeah, we've ignored and we've ignored Pixar too. I mean because oh, Monsters I, I, Inc. I'm, and I'm bringing up a cartoon later on that well, I loved. Well, that's one of them. But. Yeah, but yeah, we have we should have mentioned uh, Monsters Inc. And, and Finding Nemo because they're up there. But uh, so so go for it. Oh, I, I, go it's for brilliant. Slice of it's brilliant, and it's and it's so funny. It is. It's it's, it's just constantly inventive. The entire movie. I remember the first time I saw it, I was just like, my, my mouth was open the whole time and smiling the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. I can't argue with that. I think I've seen it many times. I've only seen it once. But I do, I do like it. There are almost no Ardman films I don't like. I mean, I like even like Chicken Run, which was I uh, love Chicken oh, Run, like Chicken right? Run. Yeah. Or I like the what the title was originally, or what the the ad was. A few good hen. No, <laughs> 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 I, I didn't make that up. It was on the uh, <laughs> poster. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you guys are not going for Brokeback. No, I, no, Brokeback's mine. Right, so Michael... And I had two other films that year that I liked a lot, too, besides Wallace and Gromit, which I almost was going to put, but I thought you guys might make fun of me. I don't know. Us? <laughs> make, come on. Uh, the Squid and the Whale, which I like very, very film, much. Yeah. And A History of Violence. I have that, too. Yeah. yeah, History of Violence, I think, is an excellent yeah. I just hated the ending. I thought it lost its way at the end with oh, William Hurt and everything. Oh, I like and the ending. Oh, when he goes back, oh, I yeah, like that. that was funny. I kind of thought William Hurt was in a different movie, but um, it did seem to lighten lighten a little. But hey, he got a nomination. But there for was that. a very that that the thing that was Cronenberg about it was the was when they have sex on the stairs because you know she's hor- Maria Bello's character is yeah. horrified, but by who her husband may be, but yet. She's kind of turned on by it too, yeah. and that's you know that that mix of sex and violence is very Cronenberg, and a lot of people hated it because it wasn't a quote unquote Cronenberg film. It Which was is a why much I liked more, it. Yeah, it was a much more conventional narrative. Yeah, 
and as was Eastern Promises, the next one, which, which was, I also, which was a little brutal, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I liked Eastern Promises a lot. I did too. It's, I'm going to throw in cachet. You guys know I'm a Hanukkah fan, mm. and I, I didn't like it as much as you. I, I thought I thought I'll have to see it again because when I saw it, I was disappointed. The opening is so Hitchcock, and the end, the last shot, mm. as the credits are rolling, is one of the best last shots. Of, we have to do something on last, on endings. I too. was we thinking did be, about that today. We, we did beginnings. Do. We have to do endings. Yeah. We have to do endings. Okay. Right. So, so to sum up for 05, um, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, for 05, I'm on Good Night and Good Luck. Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain for Michael and uh, Curse of the Wallace and Gromit and the Curse of John Go and Ardman on us. That's excellent. I God, I love that movie. If you haven't, even if you don't like animated films, see oh, that it's, one. It's genius. Okay, we come to 06 and uh, Scorsese's win for The Departed, which also ended 12 times. And yeah. it should have ended about 45 minutes before it did. What I will say mm. about The Departed... I was not unhappy that it won because it was time Scorsese won something. But when Scorsese passes away, I doubt if you'll see that title in the first paragraph yeah. of his obituary. I, I just it's just not one of his best films. No, I but I I like the movie. I, I think enjoyed it's, it. I think it's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. But it's no, it's not one of the great Scorsese. Movies. But it should end. They have the perfect I, ending. I did not like the ending when Matt Damon walks in after having killed Jack Nicholson's character, and everyone's applauding. It's just like the end of Taxi Driver. The rat becomes the hero. Yeah, and yeah, that ended right there. Ended yeah, on that. It was too long. So good at the. And then we have the people shooting each other in elevators, and the worst last shot of yes, any film I ever. Agree. I the do not like the state dome and a rat crossing yeah, the that balcony. Was too much. Get it? Yeah. It's about rats. I was yeah. like, oh my god, how could you have done that? Terrible. Yeah. So, but I di- I didn't mind him winning. No, was I was happy that he won. It was but. time. So, Michael, what's your pick for 06? There are a lot of good ones Yeah, this year. a lot of good movies. Um, I love The Queen. Yeah. I think I that is too. one of the best biographies ever made. Uh, you and you learn about too. her. You learn everything. You, you just learn so much about her in just in those like, eight days. Right. The, the, the script is great. Uh, she's wonderful. And, um, and that was a genius, not to try to tell her story, but yeah. to focus on that yeah. handful I of mean, days with Diana. Yeah, I mean, they're doing that on yep. TV with The Crown, which is fine. And it's the same writer. Right. That uh, movie really surprised me. Me is too. There, because I remember when it was yeah. coming out, I was like, who cares? Yeah. And then it got it got many good reviews right. when it first came out. I was like, well, I guess I should see it. And then I saw it, I was like, wow, that was really yeah. good. Um, I can't argue with that. that and it, she is great. She's great in it. And that was actually, for me, one of the best years for nominated actresses. Because I thought you had five really great performances. You had her, you had uh, Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada. I thought that was great. She's excellent. She's excellent in that. Always brilliant, evil, and so quiet. Yes. Yeah. You had had Kate Kate Winslet (laughs) in Little Children. You had Judy Dench in um, Notes on a Scandal. Where I, I really thought, oh my God, I've never seen an actress who makes herself look so bad. And um, uh, blah, 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 the uh, why can't I remember her in um, Volver? Oh, is it uh, Penelope Cruz? Penelope Cruz. Yeah, yeah, and she was great in that. And then Volver is my last really great uh, Amadamo yeah, movie because lately that. he hasn't. And all those films. 
And then the other thing I want to say about 2006 was that was a great year for Clint Eastwood. Yes. I think... He had two great films. I love Flags yeah. of Our Fathers. I real I have letters yes. from Iwo Jima on my... Because I've never seen anything like that. That was great. That's my second choice for picture after the Queen was Letters from Iwo Jima. And that he made those two in one in year. In one year. And how, and how old? Unbelievable. He well, he was... Uh, pushing late 70s, yeah. 80s. I mean... Phenomenal, and to and tell that story from the Japanese point of view. And I was surprised that Flags of Our Fathers didn't get a single nomination. Yeah, that's. I, I was very surprised. Because that too. was excellent, too. But I, 2000. Flags of, uh, that's, I think those are the two movies I liked the most that year uh, Letters from Iwo Jima and Flags of Our Fathers. And I remember when I heard he was doing it, it's like, because I had read the book, mm-hmm. it's like, how, how is he going to make this into a movie? Because I don't know if, if you guys have read the book. No. No. The book is, <coughs> it's more about the son's journey in learning about his father, because their relationship is, was not good. And it's, it's about how, how he, through learning and about all these, because he gets really into Japanese culture, which caused rift with the father. But also... It's such a huge scope, the book, because it starts with because uh, the one thing he kind of says it doesn't it doesn't show training their their training and everything in the beginning, where and he gives the backstory about uh, of all the different characters like, and that and I was such a, a a massive project and I was like how is he going to make this and when I saw the movies like. Man, he pulled it off. Yeah, really this is did. a great that, movie. That scene this is where, a great movie. Where they recreate Iwo Jima at Soldier's Field in Chicago for the fundraising, the bond raising oh, drive oh. is so brilliant. Oh, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And the scene from Iwo Jima that always stays with me is when he's protecting the sort of the little guy and the little guy falls through and they yeah. find him in the cave and you see him strapped to a chair but only the back of him. Yeah. And the camera comes around and you see everyone's reaction and if they're absolutely horrified, these tough battle hearts, and then before you get to see what they did, he cuts away. Yeah. I mean, there's a director who understands leaving stuff to, and, and anything he showed was, would have not been as horrifying as our imagination and imagining what they did to him. Yeah. Because I had read the book, I knew what they had done. But, but uh, and I was glad he didn't show it. Yes. <laughs> But again, that's the, so that's the exact opposite of what so many good directors started doing in that time, which is just showing us too much. Exactly. I also want to put in a word for Pan's Labyrinth. My second favorite yeah. film uh, of the decade. It's a great yeah. movie. It's yeah. not a movie I want to watch over and over again because it's just... It's so sad. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so... It may be... The, I'm going to go out on a limb. It's, it's my choice for that year. By a whisker over Children of Men, the Mexican New Waivers are starting to take over already because children... Have you guys seen Children of Men oh, recently? Yeah, not recently. Not recently. Check, it's no, amazing how good it is. There yeah. are so many good scenes of that. The car scene when 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 they're being attacked in the car and Julianne Moore's driving. The that scene when the the pregnant woman is uh, they're they're leading her down through the apartment and the use of sound in that is so good. But Pan's Labyrinth may be the greatest magic realist film ever made. I mean, I'm talking about in the literary tradition of like Garcia Marquez or Vargas yeah. Llosa. No, I know. Or yeah. Because yeah. it is so horrifyingly real, and yet it's based on fantasy, and, you know, just just for the, the, the creature with the eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just for yeah. that. I mean, uh, Del Toro is a real artist of the unconscious, and I'm glad he won for Shape of Water. But Shape of Water is. is See, Shape oh, no. of Water I have for 2007 because it didn't, wasn't released. 
No, I mean the, the shape, the new one. The one that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, I'm ago. thinking of something else. Yeah. Yes, Shape yeah, of Water. No, I mean, right. I'm, glad, I'm, I'm thinking of another movie. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's all right. So I'm glad he won for that, but um, Pan's Labyrinth is a much oh, better right, film. Yeah, yeah, it is I, and, yes. and I will cry my eyes out every time oh, at the end. How and can yet, you not? How can you not? It's... And yet, maybe it's true. Maybe she has returned to her... You know, she's dead, but maybe she's returned to her father and her mother in the land underground, and the she becomes the fairy princess, and it's just stunning. There's nothing yeah. like it. I've never seen anything like well, it. that, yes. Um, I would agree with that. But just by a hair over... Uh, 2006 was a good year for films, I uh, thought. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Prestige, uh, which I've mentioned before, is one of my closet favorite Nolan films. Um, that's the one with Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman yeah, as the competing that. magicians oh, in German Century London. I wasn't wild about that one. Mm, I, I, I like mm. I like it. See, I, you just don't the, like top I, hats. I, most of the <laughs> Nolan movies I don't care for between Memento and um, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Um, yeah, no, I I, I, I could see. I, I, I think it's not as bombastic as the Dark Knight trilogy, and see, I some, and I just don't like Hugh Jackman, so that's my problem. But Christian Bale is really good, and Michael Caine is wonderful, and it's such. And again, it's a st- David Bowie has a beautiful cameo playing Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Um, and again, yeah. with Nolan, as with Memento, you never quite know what's real until almost the very end, or even at the very end. So, but even then, you're not sure. Which brings us to 07 and possibly the one year they got it right. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Michael's maybe. saying no. I well, mean, I shouldn't say it. I, I guess no, it's a good movie, but I found it excruciating to watch No Country for Old Men. Really? I just, I thought it's one of the most nihilistic things I've ever seen. Well, I would agree with you there at the same time. It was well done. It's, it's, it's one of the most beautifully edited movies yes. I have ever okay. seen. And shot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Roger Deakins, you know, yeah. doing his usual magic. But um, it's, it's, you know, of course there's Javier Bardem's performance. But I think the actors, I think it... it well, what, everybody's excellent. What yeah. pulls it back from nihilism for me, and I could totally see that, uh, is, is Tommy Lee Jones. Is his performance kind of grounds it a little bit and doesn't let it fly off the center into just you know a coin flip you know to, to decide your life. But that scene you got to admit is really really good. But I'm so, uh, sorry. I know how much I love the Cohen brothers. I got to give it to There Will Be Blood, uh, uh, which I don't like either. I I I've liked There Will Be Blood. I did the first time I I watched it. I kind of liked it. I've liked it more each time I've watched it since. I've only seen it once. I did not like Daniel Day Lewis. I thought he was doing a combination of John, John Houston and Yosemite <laughs> Sam. Uh, I've abandoned I, my boy. I've, I've liked him more in it each time I've watched it. Maybe him. I need to see it again. So, Although hmm. The one movie that was nominated that year, which I think is actually pretty bad, is Atonement. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's awful. Le- le- read the book, by all means. Yeah, I mean, McEwen's that's, great. That's a but difference. But like, it's, why? Yeah. I, and it's, the only movie that I would have considered voting for if I'd been a member uh, is Michael Clayton. Which I liked when it's I saw a good, it. And, and, and decent it's, movie. It's, it's hot boiler. Yeah, but I mean, the essence of Michael Clayton is that corporations are doing bad things. Yeah, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, nothing, I'm nothing special about Godzooks. <laughs> exactly. He gets that. Except another another really great performance by Tom Wilkinson. As always. Oh yes. And, As always. And, uh, and Clooney's and Clooney's great in it. Clooney's too? great, and I thought, um, what's her name? We've got the it's Oscar. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton yeah. deserved it. Always good. Um, Except for I, I did not like Juno. 
I do like I was, I was it's good. I like, I like the script. I, I like the script. I don't like the script. I don't like the acting. Uh, I like the soundtrack. I love Allison Janney and J.K. Simmons as, as her parents. They're good. But I don't, li- I don't like her, very frankly. <laughs> What's her name? Ellen Page. Ellen Page. I don't think she's a very good But I, I, I agree with you on... Uh, for me, the problem with There Will Be Blood is Paul Dan. Oh, yes. Which was a last-minute yes. uh, Right, which you, yes. you need a counterbalance. Yes, if this and is going to be and about... I, I agree, and that's what I still think about the movie after seeing it more than once. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give it to... To there will be blood just because it's so ambitious and there is something so fundamentally. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a film like Citizen Kane, but there is some or Chinatown, but like those films and like a book like Great Gatsby, there's something so fundamentally American about that interplay between business and religion um, that yeah. has been that goes back to Max Weber and the Protestant work ethic and the spirit of capitalism. Well, it's also it's it's the American dream. Becoming absolutely ruthless and distorted and grotesque, and and, and it's exa- that's the exactly right word, John. It is grotesque, and so I, I I think No Country for Old Men is is the only problem I have in No Country is Woody Harrelson, and I love him as an actor. I'm just not sure what that character is doing in the movie. No. I haven't read the book. I don't know. It's, I, is that I, character I, in the book? I've had yeah, and, and on Cormac McCarthy, it's, it's been said that he wrote it with a movie in mind. He kind of tried to make the novel mm. cinematic. I, so. have, I have a friend who dropped out of a book club because that book was so. She thought like I did with the movie was so just nihilistic. nihilistic. Yeah, but 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 there's a fine line between nihilistic and the inexorability of fate. Yeah. You know, and and that's what that's what Anton Chigurh is. He is, you know, he's unstoppable. A car hits him at the end, and he just keeps on bandaging. He just, you cannot yeah. stop fate. I from just coming. kept thinking, if he had uh, gotten that two million dollars, what he was going to do? Open up a chain of torture chambers? <laughs> I mean, it's just. But it's never about buy the mo- a new cattle gun. No, but he's got a code. Yeah. And that's why everyone, when the wife says to him at the end, "You don't have to do this," and he says, "Why does everyone always say that?" He does have to do this. He has agreed to do a job. He's committed to it, and this is his code, and he's going to do it. There's something frighteningly pure about that. Well, you want to hear my favorite film of 2007, which I know you don't like, go, and go, I know go, you go. haven't seen. Go, go, go. I think. And that's Sweeney Todd. The Interesting. Bar- no, I haven't really? I, and first of all, I think the original production is one of the most brilliant musicals no ever doubt. made. I th- and I'm not a huge Burton fan. I liked Edward Scissorhands, but apart from that, most of his films, you know, I can pretty much leave. But uh, I thought with Sweeney Todd, he did everything right. He worked closely with Sondheim, and he took out things that didn't belong, like the chorus. Right, although they took out yeah. the, the tale of Sweeney Todd itself, which was Sondheim's well, choice, I know. Yeah, but. and I think it wouldn't have worked on film. And, and don't get me wrong, it's not like I love everything of Sondheim. A Little Night Music is my favorite musical of all time, and the movie it has the distinction of being on my ten worst list yeah. of all time. <laughs> A funny, funny quote from Pauline Kael when she wrote the review of A Little Night Music. She said, not does, does it look like uh, Harold Prince has never made a movie before. It looks like he had never seen See, a movie well, before. Sure. <laughs> and that's how bad A Little Night Music is. But I thought Sweeney Todd, and I, it's the, one of the few times I've liked Johnny Depp. And I don't usually, I usually find but, him, but also and I, ha- thought, I thought it worked, him not being bombastic 
being but having sinister. seen it on stage mm-hmm. with Angela Lansbury yep. it's very in seventy nine and seeing it with Patty LuPone singing Mrs. Lovett See, I in did, that I, part, I, Helena Bonham Carter can't sing and that's what right. killed it for me. It, that that didn't bother me. Huh. I didn't care for the Patty LuPone ver- but it wasn't I didn't like Patty LuPone, I did not like what they were doing. With, with the, the instruments, instruments on stage and it, you know. I kept thinking, God, I hope they never do follies like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's directing Assassins next year, so here we yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> but um uh, I really, th- that's one of the few uh, stage to film musicals that I really thought worked, and I loved it. And I didn't, I, I didn't like Sasha Baron Cohen in that. I did. Pirelli. I thought he, I thought he worked. I love the fact that they make the kid a real kid, the, the right. assistant, instead of a, it looked like a, playing you know, a, like a, a retarded teenager. teenager. I like the fact that they used a 10 year old or 11 year old, and I thought he was wonderful. I, I thought uh, I thought um, Alan Rickman, great. Always. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> it's. Um, I actually watched it about once a year. I really and it surprised me because I kept thinking, oh God, this is going to be awful, and I, I was just so I was overwhelmed. I was. I, it lost me by comparing, you know, Helen Bonham Carter, who I like well, as an actress, by yeah. the way, but who can't. Really it's sing. it's very. It, she really couldn't. I mean, she carried a tune nicely, but she wasn't Lansbury, but that was, you know. Or Patti LuPone. But or so, LuPone. so Sweeney Todd for you in 07. Yep. John, you going with There Will Be well, Blood? Or? I think so, but also another movie that wasn't nominated I liked a lot was Easter Promises. <sighs> you don't like it? I do. Uh, the scene in the, in the steam room is one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. But it was too many throat slashings. I mean, literally, mm. too. I was like, okay, if one more yeah. throat gets slashed, you know, speaking of Sweeney Todd, yeah. right? I mean, there were more slashings yeah. in Eastern Promises mm. than in Sweeney Todd, and that's their and that's business in Sweeney Todd. That's right. <laughs> so they're in the business of slitting throats. So I, I, I like a lot. I love Vigo in that, and he works in that yeah. movie. And the whole yeah, story was great. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. And the whole sex trafficking angle turned out to be very... That was something we were just starting to hear about at the time and now right. has become, fortunately, a huge issue. I want to say one more um, movie that I loved in 2007 and it was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. I'm just going to give you the nominees first. The Savages, Lars and the Real Girl, Michael Clayton, Juno, which won, and yep. my favorite, Ratatouille. I absolutely love that movie, it's, and I we, was... We've been ignoring Pixar at our own peril here. Ratatou- and uh, that was a movie I didn't even see at the theater. Uh, someone said, oh, Michael, you got to see it. Oh, it's cartoon. Oh, it's ratting on cooks. Yeah. I love that movie. I, thought that I, I was disappointed in Ratatouille. I thought really? the entire movie was a setup for just that one moment oh, I when he tastes it and has that childhood memory. Yeah, oh. that Proust moment. Jesus, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it, it, and it, most, and I will say too that most children who see that movie do not like it. Well, I'm sure they don't. Yeah, it's not in my favorite Pixar, but there it is something. There's something about it is a great statement about what it means to create and what it mm-hmm. what it yes. means to be an artist. Yes, I think trapped, it's a, especially if you're trapped inside the body of a rat. I but, think it's uh, a great double feature with Babette's Feast. Interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That one we'll have to play, but yeah, that's 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 a that that's a film that was not considered because you know it came that decade for Pixar was you know Nemo and Monsters Inc and 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 Cars and uh, and Wally and and Ratatouille sometimes gets lost yeah. in there, but I, I but it did get a screen. Well, it was very it was very it got very good 
reviews when it came out. It's very highly thought of. When it's it came a beautiful out. film to look. Well, all those Pixar films are just beautiful to look at. But yeah, I could see. All right, so some interesting choices. I also like the lives of others, which opened that year, even though it won oh, the foreign thought, language. Yeah, film, one foreign language. Yeah, it won, but Pan's it Labyrinth. Yeah. Okay. But enough I, said. I, I know, but I do like that film a lot. That's uh, Von Hammer's yeah. mark, right? Yeah, Florian Von Hammer's mark. I just like saying the name. So, can, <laughs> can, can we can we agree that um, that O seven is the year they got it closest to getting it right? I won't agree with that. Okay, Michael's not in. <laughs> no, I. I Michael's I, I, on the, I, well, on the nihilism. I was, if I was voting that year, after seeing it more than once, I would have voted for There Will Be Blood. Yeah, me too. But I, I'm not unhappy with the Coen brothers winning for that, although they're coming back for me in 09, but that's a whole other story. Um, I don't, th- moving to 08, which was Slumdog Millionaire, I, I, don't, I don't think that was such a bad choice. Well, considering the nominees? Yeah, what else was nominated that? Yeah, I didn't have Curious any other nominees. case of Benjamin Button. Which was horrifying. Yeah, Horrifyingly bad. Frost Nixon. Eh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the play was great. But yes. Ron Howard just flattened. My favorite was Milk. I think I would have voted for Milk. I like Milk. I mean, great performance. Mm-hmm. He won, right? He Sean Penn won. I mean, nothing the, unexpected the there, though. And The Reader, which I don't even know how that got nominated. I was amazed at how good Josh Brolin was in Milk. Oh, yeah, he was nominated, too. I mean, yeah, he was Excellent. great, Excellent. very memorable. It's, it's, uh, and I don't always like uh, Gus Van Zandt. I yeah. And I still haven't forgiven him for his remake of Psycho. Why did not you, remake why it did, shot for shot? And it wasn't. It wasn't shot for shot. I don't know. I Gus Van said, are you listening? Could you please come to our podcast so we can interview you? Seriously, and ask you why, why you did that? And also, even Cowgirls Get the Blues. Like, can, who, oh. can, who can make a film that bad? That was a bad movie. And um, and yeah, I have real true. problems with Elephant, which was, you know... He I got, do too. I don't like Elephant. Uh, which, uh, well, well, we'll talk well, about that one another time. But Van Zandt has done. I mean, my own private Idaho, I think, is brilliant. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, he yes. has. And I, and I and love. And so is Drugstore Cowboy. Drugstore Cowboy is yeah. brilliant. And Goodwill Hunting, I think, is a great, Pretty popular good film. Yeah. But um, he's. But, but I think Milk is uh, of his popular films. I, I think um, it so really you, works. And I would have. I, I would have been very happy. There were other movies I liked that year. I love Wally. The, oh my God! The first I, five, yeah, the, 40, the yeah. first forty-five minutes of Wally, which yes. are silent, are like pure joy. I think pure that's joy. Possibly yeah. one of the best animated movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, completely and now original. I can't imagine. Wally was great. Do kids like that one? Yes. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Really? Okay. I, 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 as you can tell, I don't know kids very well. Eva. <laughs> Um, I also uh, think that one of Woody Allen's best movies was that. Vicky year. Christina Barcelona, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I'm not, I, I, I wouldn't put it. I put it. I put it. It's on my ten best of Woody Allen. Really? Yep. My ten best of Woody Allen all happened before 1989. So, okay. <laughs> well, actually, except for this one. Um, oh no! I uh, deconstructing Harry. Uh, except for that, uh, yeah, I would probably agree with you. All right. So Many bullets over Broadway. I do I like don't bullets. speak. I do like don't bullets speak. over Broadway. Oh, it's very, <laughs> very, Diane is so it's good. very, very funny. Don't speak. But, so, so what? Uh, and so I what, think I like In Bruges. Yeah, I which like, is yeah. held up very nicely. Yeah, I can't stand Colin uh-huh. Farrell, but good yeah, movie. it's very funny. But uh, Slumdog Millionaire is fine. Eh. But I, I just didn't see what the big deal was. It was, it mean, it was very original, I thought, and it was an interesting way to sort of titrate 
Bollywood to Western audiences. And, and, and it, I, I, I was not unhappy with it winning. But um, John was so you so you're going with what for 08, Mike? Uh, best you go Picture milk. milk. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. Certainly the best yeah, performance I think, of that year. I think with maybe, Wally, but it was not choice. a really good year for movies. It really wasn't. I, I but I guess I would have voted for Milk. I but it wasn't. I mean, I kind of like Slumdog Millionaire, but I remember when I saw it, I was like, "What's the big deal?" I have a couple other movies that I listed from that year that I thought were pretty good. The Visitor, Tom McCarthy. No, uh, what's that? That was. Um, Oh, it's, I'm trying to remember now that the lead actor got nominated for Best Actor. Oh, wait, is that the one about uh, the, the guy, he joins the drumming circle? No, no, no that's another one. No, no, uh, I can't even think of the lead actor. He's very, very good. Works all the time. And he was in um, uh, the, um, <laughs> this is, I'm turning into Aunt Clara. <laughs> no, no. Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the one the where he, yeah, where he, the bald guy with the mustache, yes. right? And he, he's like by himself in the city. And Sullen he, and lonely man. He works as an economics professor in Connecticut, teaching only one class. And he becomes, and he gets into drumming or something, no, right? He, he saves a, a, he befriends a immigrant. Right. And he gets into trouble for it. It's it's a very moving, hmm. moving story. I got to go back to that one. And, uh, I think I've and uh, Richard out. Jenkins got nominated, nominated for best for actor. Yep. And the other one was Revolutionary Road, which I liked. Which uh, I did not see. Sam Mendes, which I thought when I saw it, I thought, oh, Kate Winslet's going to win the Oscar for this. And I, it's the first time I really appreciated Leonardo DiCaprio. And as what an did actor. she won for the reader? Right? She won for the reader, which is. First of all, a supporting role. Right. That was all Harvey Weinstein's doing, I think. Yeah, he does that. Because that was his film. I have to see that again, because I didn't like Revolution. You, you didn't? No. no. I, would I s- thought it was... No. The film that sticks I, out... I, my, my feeling when I saw it was like, it's just trying too hard. Really? Yeah, I, didn't I was just very that. conscious of people trying very the hard. The film that, that, that I was happiest about, although it's not my, not my winner for 08, was Rachel Getting Married. Because I was a huge Jonathan Demme fan when he was doing these weird iconoclastic films like Melvin and Howard, like Something Wild, like Married to the Mob. And then once he did... Philadelphia? Um, no, once he did Silence of the Lambs, Lambs, he became a mainstream director. And, you know, he, you know Philadelphia's... It's not a good movie. Not a good movie. Be- <laughs> Beloved is as good an adaptation of an unadaptable book as you can get. Then he did those awful remakes oh, of Manchurian and, uh, and Charade. And Never saw that one. Oh, Trouble with Charlie. Yeah, terrible. I refuse to see that one. And Rachel getting married. First of all, I'm, I totally love Anne Hathaway. Second of all, she's it, good it, in it felt like that sort of organic multicultural stew that he had done in Something Wild and Married to the Mob. Yeah. It felt like he had come back. And right. that made yeah. me very, very happy. Yeah. And I and it finally proved to me. I loved her in Devil Devil Wears Prada, but it yeah. proved to me that Anne Hathaway could act. Cause she carried, remember she gives that wedding toast. Right. It was her big moment in that. Well, film. I don't think she deserved the Oscar for Les Mis. <laughs> I thought that was no. <laughs> but yeah, but but Fantine always gets the <laughs> you know that she always gets. That was two and a, that was three hours of excruciating. I am gonna go though. Oh, just by a slightly over Rachel getting married with Dark Knight. Um, I, I know it's 45 minutes too long, I know, but 
it it takes a genre. It, it, it's it's a. It, I, we said this before. I think only Dark Talk Knight about nihilistic. Yeah. But <laughs> but but you could say that about Othello then, because the Joker is Iago. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michael Caine tells him that tells uh, Christian Bale the story about the band that he was hunting in Burma, and you know, and and the closing line of the story is some men just like to watch the world burn. And so when I teach Othello, I show that scene because yes, you can ascribe all kinds of possible motivations of evil to Iago, but Iago just likes to watch the world burn, and that performance is so stunning. I I think only Dark Knight and Black Panther rise above it's their genre. I thought Black Panther did. I did not think Dark Knight. I I was I, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't like Dark cold. Knight, but I'm not you know. I know a lot of people love it. Yeah, I, I, I did. Well, I, Dark Knight's the reason there are more than five Oscar nominations. Right. I mean, there was such a that's exactly that. They went back to what was it in forty or forty one? They changed yeah. it from you know back to five. They restricted it to five somewhere in there. But yeah, there's a reason. I think it was such a it was such an intelligent movie to a genre that is usually just about things blowing up. It left me cold. That movie. I, I, a, I totally understand that. Yeah. I totally get it. John, where do you fall on Dark Knight? I, I don't like it. Mm. Yeah. I, N- not even... I, not I, 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 I just found it, like, took itself so seriously. seriously. But it knows that. That's the joke. <laughs> that's that's Heath Ledger's line. Why so serious? And, and I, I... I mean, I, maybe I, I should see it again. I know a lot of people love it. I just... It's I, too I, long. It, it and, But the scene on the ferries... Where I they remember. have a choice of blowing each other up. Yeah, I remember and that. I that is just that I was mean, interesting. I, yeah, I remember I, that. And uh, the scene with Aaron Eckert and Maggie Gyllenhaal when they're in different places and he's rigged them. To, I, I, there's so much in there that's so smart, and um, that performance was just astonishing. I mean, I compare it to Jack Nicholson's Joker in, um, in you know in the Michael Keaton uh, Batman. It's which terrible. I hated Nicholson. Awful. Well, I hated that movie. Yeah, I did too. I like I the one thing I liked about the movie was Michael Keaton because you thought they were going to cast Mel Gibson or some square jawed hero type and instead they cast which plays into the whole Dark Knight neurotic. Well, I'm that totally was also messed up because I watched my parents because die. Because it was Tim Burton too. Yeah, so. I have to say after seeing that I, I stopped watching the Batman movies until Christopher well, Nolan took over. I didn't see any of the others. Well, I mean the I second liked... one was okay. The, the Joel Schumacher ones are beyond horrifying. Yeah, well, I but just. But um, and frankly, um, Dark Knight Rises, the third one, aside from I didn't see it. My girl Anne Hathaway in a Catwoman suit on a motorcycle. There was not much else to see. That's there, what I heard. <laughs> I well, listen, I, that was worth my fifteen dollars. I figured or if whatever. I didn't like the one that got good reviews, I wasn't going to like the one that got bad reviews. So yeah, I I'm I'm ha- I'm I'm happy with Slumdog Millionaire. I mean, I, I think it it it's it has legs. It stayed around. I would also throw in. Um, Gran Torino. I like Gran Torino. I, yeah. That's a real get yeah. off my lawn kind of <laughs> movie. He very, did direct that. Didn't yes. He? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah. Um, that's oh, the ending is very moving. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it's a film that still plays very well. I love the scene yeah. where they keep bring they keep bringing him the food. food. Yeah. Like oh is that that stuff with the chicken there? Mm, all right. All right. <laughs> you can come in. Um, and very underplayed and very interesting. I, it's a film that defied a lot of expectations, but that's what Eastwood always does. He does well sometimes. Well, but like when 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 Dirty Harry came out and everyone thought he was an advertisement for fascism, the next film in the series, 
uh, which was Magnum Force, I think, or the Enforcer, whichever one it is, where he takes down the the gang of renegade cops who've taken the law into their own hands. Mm. So he always adds a couple of layers of subtlety that you don't expect because you think he's Clint Eastwood and he's... I know. find his early acting work to be excruciating. Yeah, oh. I, that's yeah. why I, I can hardly get through an Eastwood movie. No, well, that's why he barely says anything in the Leone films and that's yeah. why he's so good. But now I enjoy, I, as an actor, I enjoy him yeah. now. Um, oh yeah, he got much better. Might, he got better, much better. Which leads us to 2009, and of course the great showdown between what is still, I think, is it is Avatar still as on of the today? Most? It isn't really what yeah, Lion King. The Avengers, no, the Avengers, Avengers. Okay, Endgame so is now the Endgame is now right. has now locked knocked out. Although there's plans, Disney at Comic Con, Disney laid out plans for like three or four Avatar sequels. Oh, I. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the the, folk, the guys on South Park did it beautifully. They called it Dances with Smurfs because that's exactly, <laughs> because that's exactly what it was. I'll be honest, I enjoyed Avatar. I, I enjoyed it 3D. much more than uh, the Titanic film. I like I like the immersive, because it was the first I time I remember like 3D being immersive rather than just stuff sort of flying at you. And that was very well done. Tech, uh, Cameron is always great with the tech, but the story is Pocahontas, yeah. Dances with Wolves. Yeah. I mean, you know... It, it I just, like it better than Dances with Wolves. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but um, but he lost, of cor- course, to his ex-wife, which was lovely, and, yeah. and Hurt Locker holds up really, I really haven't seen well. it since it came out. Did you see it at a theater? Yes. Because you and I, I think, are the only people I know who saw it at a theater. Because that had such a limited run. But you have to see it at a theater because but it, the most whole people thing I know is, saw it on is tape. the claustrophobia of those suits yeah. and the bomb and what, but like all of Bigelow's films are all about you know adrenaline rushes and why these guys. I love the ending of it where Jeremy Renner is standing there in the aisle in the supermarket and there's this endless row of cereal and the very next thing you see is the plane opening and he's gone back. He just yeah. cannot make it in this world. I, I thought Hurt Locker was just from the opening scene with Guy Pierce and the and the you know the. I love. I was so glad it won. Although I have to, I have to say, there's an interesting ten bunch of films that are nominated. And this is the only year I think they nominated ten. Well, I would I would have given it to one of those, and and that's a serious man. I like a which, serious which, man which a I, lot. It's very yeah. Jewish. It's very you know. It's the one time the Coens really open up their own lives. Yeah. To us, but I, I think it's extraordinary. I like that movie a lot. I, I, yeah, I, I do too. That's my favorite movie of the year that's, by a whisker over her locker. I think I think I would agree. But the ten films that were nominated were besides her locker. Serious Man, Up. Oh God, the first the first half hour of yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen anything more beautiful that tells the story yep. of their marriage? Yep. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. And it yeah. reminded me of the breakfast scenes in Kane, where they yeah. tell the whole story oh, yeah. of the right yeah. of the of the marriage in Six Breakfasts. And this was just so, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. No, beautiful, yeah. definitely. Up in the air, which I thought. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. People getting I saw it, I was like, what's yeah. the big deal? Yeah. Inglorious I Bast- like Vera Farmiga in that. Yeah, she's very she was good. good. Inglorious Bastards, which I love the first half hour. Well, the first scene. That may be the greatest scene he ever shot in the dairy farm. But the rest of it I don't, wasn't that crazy no, about. No, it really wasn't. Um... District Nine, which I actually did like, Very and I don't know. You like a science uh, fiction? There are a few what? science fiction movies. Oh, and Neil Blomkamp has turned out to be mm-hmm. such a disappointment. Ah, Precious, based on the novel, pushed by Sapphire, which eh, except for um, brilliant book, except for Monique. 
Yeah. Monique was great. It's a great book. An education, which I did like, and then one film that when I saw it listed, I thought, oh my God. <laughs> this one is as, is as bad as the greatest show on earth, The Blind Side. I could not believe that was not I know for best tons picture. of people who love, love that, that movie. Yeah, I just and say the same thing. To, to me, that's another green book. My my mom is a huge fan of The Blind oh Side. She she yeah. Um, I mean, and I don't know how she won. She was fine. I don't know how she won. Oh, it's actress. a lifetime. Everyone loved her, and yeah. she never won before. Well, not only that, but Street was nominated for Julie and Julie, and I would have loved her. She's absolutely fantastic. fantastic. She's fantastic. As was Amy Adams, but that's yeah, a, she's excellent. That's a whole other story. But, yeah. Uh, if I had a favorite film of, uh, of that year, mine was a movie that I was totally shocked at liking because it was the first film this guy ever made, Tom Ford. Movie, single a man. Single Man. Single Man. Uh, with um, Colin Firth. Right. I was really moved by it. Hmm. it, it and then I he, don't think I ever saw it. Oh, I'll lend it, it to you. Yeah. I have it. It's, it's a marvelous movie. And Julianne Moore is in it. And she's wonderful. She's going to have a huge part. And uh, then Tom Ford, a couple years ago, made a movie called Nocturnal Animals, which, as good as a single man is, it, this it's is terrible. <laughs> it is vile. And How do you really feel? Because if you bottle up these feelings, it's uh, just going to get you. I was so, I was so shocked. I, I, you never know what he's thinking. I was like, uh, <laughs> I could not believe how bad. And I, I thought, how could he make such a good movie and make such a bad one? Well, all right, well, so exit question. I, I, I want to go back to The Hurt Locker because I think I have to watch it again because one thing that really bothered me about The Hurt Locker was that it took all the politics out of a situation mm -hmm. that is so politically loaded. But I, it was about these guys. It's, and I did not and I did not like having all the whole cameo things like constantly throughout the movie. It just kept taking you out of the taking movie. Taking you out of when my fine shows up. It's yeah. Like, but I like that scene. I I then seeing it in the theater made a huge difference to me. Because yeah, it, because again, watching it at home, you can pause, get a sandwich, come back. When you were trapped in that theater with these guys and the tension was not not quite platoon level, but it got close. At several moments, so I think it's a real theatrical. If I were movie. voting out of those ten movies, I, I would go with a serious man. I think I, I think yes. I would too. Yeah. yeah. Although I, did I, like I, an I will say, even though *Inglorious Bastards* is a very flawed film, it's very entertaining. Uh, <laughs> the whole middle, but it, the middle but it of has, it. but it has, it has like three great scenes and then the rest of the movie is like, like he's like he's like putting um, he's, he's put some stuff in this it. like it's got cartoony and some of the acting both yes. of you yeah. guys oh, Brad Pitt is you guys owe me 100 Nazi scalps and yeah, I want my scalps yeah he's yeah. bad he's bad <laughs> he's terrible he's really really terrible and he's yeah. not a bad actor he's no. a good actor but um, well Sneak preview yeah, because we're all going to go see Once Upon a Time yes. in Hollywood on yeah. Friday, and our next episode will be about Tarantino, of course. But I would also throw in two other films quickly: um, The White Ribbon again on Hanukkah because that, that is so, there. That's a movie that sneaks up on you. Uh, did you guys? You saw it, right? Oh yeah. John, I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen White Ribbon. Beautiful. I gotta say it. Germany, two thousand. Uh, Germany in nineteen ten before the First World War, and these it's about parents and children, and then about a halfway through, you realize, holy shit, these are the kids who are going to grow up to be Nazis, and now yeah. we see why. I did like it's it. It's such a sneaky, wonderful movie, like all of Hanukkah is. I have to say, uh, one of the ten best movies of the last decade is, is a Hanukkah movie. Which is uh, a more... Oh, 
God. Amore is just painful. Have you seen to it? Watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Brilliant. But, and I'm also gonna throw in Carrie Fukunaga's um, Sin Nombre. Did you guys see that no. about the um, the young young man and woman who meet coming up trying to sneak into the country? from Guatemala and Mexico, respectively. Oh. And it is one of the first great evocations of that experience that's become such a part of our culture now, of the immigrants coming from the South and, you know, why we need to build the wall, etc. Oh, but, yeah, I know, please. Um, but uh, check it out, Sin Nombre. And Fukunaga's become a great... He directed True Detective on right. uh, HBO, and he's become a very interesting director. Was, so we're all okay with The Serious Man for 09? Yep. I also want to yeah. throw in one more, more title. Yeah, go. In the Loop. Armando Hanucci comedy. Oh, very... F- I'll, I'll lend it to you when I... Uh, You've told me about it Yeah, before. well, that's the a guy who's the showrunner for um, Veep. Oh, right, 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 so right. So if you right, like right. Veep, you'll like that. All right. So, let, let, closing question: What year do you think they got came the closest to getting it right? Ooh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with '07. I'm gonna go with No Country for Old Men by a whisker over Slumdog boy. Millionaire. Yeah, boy. Because we had Platoon in well, the '80s show. Well, it's. Uh, even though I think I would have vote, now would vote for There Will Be Blood, I think maybe I, I might agree with that. I, I, you think they got it wrong every year? For me, yeah. Okay, I fair mean, enough, Michael. But, but I, I, I can't say No Country for Old Men is a bad movie. It's not. I just It just made me feel awful. <laughs> it was a, it was a well, very unpleasant experience watching that movie. Well, yeah, no, I, I totally get yeah, that, I, but I, I know what you mean. You know, but I think I think it comes closest, all right. But I still would not have voted for it. I for was best happy. Picture. I was happy that uh, Coen Brothers got it. I, I thought they were robbed the decade before with Fargo. Oh yeah, well, the English patient. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, so necrology time. Not fortunately, we haven't lost too many celebrities as but Rip Torn. I have another. I have one too. Um, I, I I love Rip Torn because of Defending Your Life, which is oh I love oh, him in that. Great in that. Which is so we'll get the big brain thing, do you? <laughs> right, forty six percent clocked, clocked. <laughs> I, whenever I am a, that movie is so important. Whenever I'm afraid of doing something, <laughs> I think okay, this is the day they're going to show at my trial, and I better freaking do this thing, otherwise I'm not going to be able to defend myself. I love, I love that movie. Yep. Well, yep. Talk about a varied career. Yes. Yeah. I mean everything. Wow. I mean, even he's even enjoyable in the Men in Black films. And yes, he yes. Is. Yeah. He Very was so. good when he was funny, and he was good when he was a villain. Um, well, when, and it's funny in the beginning of his career, he was he was dangerous. Yeah. That's really I and, think that's the best word to describe him in his yeah. early career. He's quite he was marvelous in Sweet Bird of Youth. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh he's yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Man. Which I guess he did him on stage that part too. I think. And you're and you're going to mention yes. Valentina Cortez yes, too. Well, no, I wanted to say one more thing oh. about um, uh, Rip Torn. He did have problems. Oh yeah. No, he got thrown off uh, Easy Rider, right? He got thrown off of Easy Rider, and this is something that most people don't know because it was kept out of the newspapers. But I knew somebody who worked at Roundabout Theater. He was playing the father in Anna Christie. This is the production that Liam Neeson and Natasha Richardson had met, fallen in love, blah, blah, blah. And a week, the Wednesday matinee 
A week before it closed, was scheduled closing, he came to the matinee dead drunk. Oh. And uh, supposedly, the, you know, there's a fight in Act 3 between the two men, and Liam Neeson afterwards said, I'm not going to go on if he if he's shows up, and he was quietly fired. It was kept out of the papers, you know, there was no social media then, no one knew, it was just, the understudy went on for the last ten performances. Didn't he have a fight with Mailer? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing and something also, about that. And also, uh, there was that whole thing with Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Saying that Rip Torn had pulled a knife on him. Mm-hmm. Right. But it wasn't true. And, and Hopper went around for years telling this story. And Rip Torn and finally t- sued and won. And yeah, because it turned out it was the reverse. Well, I said two episodes ago that Dennis Hopper was one of the worst human beings ever to step in front of a camera or well, behind one. And let's so. not forget Rip Torn's work in the Larry Sanders show. Yes. Brilliant, brilliant, Which, brilliant, uh, brilliant. I, oddly enough, was the usually the first paragraph of the obituaries. Yeah, yeah. So he also and, had one of the best Hollywood names of all time. And, of course, don't forget uh, the... Um, the apartment or the house where they lived in, the mailbox said Torn Page. That's right. Oh, <laughs> nice. They really did. Look at how far you have to go to get that line. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. So are we mentioning that? I, oh, definitely. I've I only seen her in Day for Night. That's the only thing I know well, of uh, But she was wonderful she, in that. You never saw, um, oh, the uh, Terry Gilliam movie, Baron Mushausen? Once, and I yeah, tried to forget it as soon as I saw yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> As yeah. much as I loved Brazil, I hated that. I, movie. I felt the same way. I was like, oh, oh, I gotta god. go see it after seeing Brazil. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he bounced back a little bit. But she worked with Fellini, Antonioni, Robert Wise, Joseph Mankiewicz, Terry Gilliam, Jules Dassin. But she is known for one role, and I want to tell people out there if they haven't seen this movie, rent, stream, well, actually, I checked, you can't stream it. Buy it or watch it on Turner Classic Movies, Francois Truffaut's Day for Night. Maybe the best film ever made Maybe, about making films? It is, I yeah. think. It's just, it's a wonderful movie. And she, uh, this middle-aged actress, Valentina Cortez, plays a middle-aged actress who can't remember her lines. She gets drunk. She walks into the wrong doors uh, when they're shooting. She's wonderful. She's funny. And she's heartbreaking. In it, she won every award in in the book, except the Academy Award. Right, Ingrid Bergman. And Ingrid Bergman beat her, and Ingrid Bergman spent her entire speech paying tribute to Valentin Cortez. She won for um, Murder on the Orient Express. The Little Brown Babies. Yeah, I remember that. And she says Bergman (laughs) says in her memoir that the reason she was even there that night was to give Jean Renoir an honorary Oscar, Mm. and she didn't even think. I'm nominated for this, really? And when she gets it, she goes, well, it's always nice to get an Oscar. And then she just proceeds to talk about Valentina Cortez. But it's a wonderful, it's one of the top performances of the 70s. And the only way you can see Day for Night now is uh, buying it on Amazon. But it's always on Turner Classic Movies, usually during their 31 Days of Oscar, because it did win the Oscar best foreign film and it's such a wonderful Agreed. movie and anybody who loves movies and if you must love movies if you're listening to this <laughs> broadcast. There's a line in Day for Night that I always loved mm-hmm. because I mean as you know the, the movie is about everyone's passion yeah. for making movies their love of movies mm-hmm. when uh, the, the young assistant says leave leave a movie for a guy 
leave a guy for a movie. Yes, <laughs> exactly. No, yes. I, I have to say, and aside from Four Hundred Blows, it's my favorite Truffaut film. Yeah, also. I love it. It's one of my all-time favorites. And I defy anyone movies. out there to find a better film about me, a better movie about making movies. Yeah, I don't think there it's is one. Um, it's just it, everything about it is great, and as I said, she is wonderful in it, and. Um, well, all right. So a, a, I did 96. A mercifully life. short necrology. This I'm still working on necrology music. We'll get something. Oh, Jono? No, no, I'm, I'm going to send you something with suggested music. All right, sweet, so. brilliant. And anyone is speaking of suggestions, we have a website, www.vintagesand.com. Please send us your thoughts, your comments, your suggestions. Agree with us, disagree with us, fight with us, yell at us. We would love it. And suggestions for new episodes. I think we definitely have to do a best endings episode. Best last I think shot so. Okay. Episode. Best last shot? Want to best do that last one? shot for September, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Because, what a segue, because in August, once upon a time in Hollywood, it's got great buzz and yes. yeah. we're looking for Tarantino to redeem himself I I didn't like Bastards that much I didn't like Django as much as everybody oh, I like Django I freaking hated Hateful Eight I did not like oh Hateful Eight oh my god Boy. I, I, one of my most disappointing movie experiences ever it was like a I thought Hateful Eight had a great setup yeah. right no the first half hour yeah, was the wonderful. first half hour is like wow I'm really liking this and then it just went and what then happened then we're in <laughs> 70 millimeter in a, in a room for two and a half yeah. hours what was the people getting shot in the testicles yeah. I mean like okay <sighs> alright but we're looking for redemption here and uh, so our August episode will be about Quentin Tarantino. So, to remind everybody, uh, Vintage Sand is, as always and ever, a five nines and a four production. Uh, we want to thank uh, Melissa for her production help. We don't thank Mama Sue for the space because, once again, we are at Vintage Studios South. Sir Where Lemaire. we do research and special events. Research and spe it's the Skywalker Ranch of 14th Street. <laughs> um, and we thank Gabby for our lovely logo. And we wish you happy watching. Stay inside. Go to drive-in. Get some air conditioning at a movie. And may your favorite films always be streaming.